This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to BXB, Bronx baseball podcast, where we talk about the team that plays in the Bronx, your New York Yankees, K-Mac and C-Mac, joining you on Thursday, July 27th, after the Subway Series split. Yankees salvage a win last night. Three is the magic number. They actually win a game scoring three runs. Chris, how you feeling, bro? I'm good. I'm good, Keith. How are you, man? Better, better to win than lose, but... You know, split against the Mets, you take it, you move on to the biggest stretch of the season coming up right now. And hopefully sure. with hopefully with their best player back. So I, I just like feel like, you know, after after all is said and done, more is said and done, all the hype around yeah. the subway series, all the predictions, all the this team's going to the playoffs, or this is a bigger yeah. series for this team, or oh <laughs> right. man, well, who woke up the Mets? It's just like the the standings didn't change. No. Uh, neither team is walking away from the series feeling like they have like momentum or no. like, you know, I just think it's like, it, it is what it is. It's a split. It's a draw. Uh, I thought the series was super mid, like, uh, it's, it's a- exactly what these teams are, right? They're yep. neither one of these teams are really th- that good. So in a nope. two game set, they should split. There isn't yep. one dominant team that's going to take both games in Queens yeah. or the Bronx. And here we are. Yep. Yeah, no. And, and you're right. You look at the. It's the dichotomy of an average team. I know we don't care about the Mets on this podcast, but it is kind of, you know, you, you can't put two good games together. You can't, you know, you you got a starting pitcher hanging, uh, you know, curveballs and, and uh, change-ups and getting hit for home runs and dropping balls in left field. And then you get Rodon coming back, $160 man in game two, and he looks pretty good for the first time in the season. They have a couple of clutch hits, good base running. And, you know, you feel like, all right, listen, they're one, they're judge away. They're another good outfielder away from being able to pitch the bullpen that we've talked about a bunch here over the last few weeks and how it's, it hasn't been what it's been over the last three weeks. Had a great game, 10 up, 10 down. Canely looked back to being dominant. I thought uh, Holmes was looked as good as he looks. So, you know, you come away from that and you go, well, the pitching you feel fairly good about, you know, Nesta Cortez coming back. And if Rodon can, and I was a big spot for Rodon. We talked about it. I mean, after the, I thought it was overblown, but after the, the kiss, the uh, blowing the kiss incident coming in after losing to the Mets, you can't get swept in this two game set. You're about to embark into the biggest stretch of the season against your, like literally the, besides the Red Sox, your three main, you know, competitors here, uh, the, the, the Rays, the uh, Baltimore Orioles, and the Houston Astros. So that was a big spot for him in a crowd that was ready to boo him off the mound if he didn't pitch yeah. well. So that was almost like a playoff uh, uh, kind of start for him, at least, coming off three miserable starts and trying to turn around. So I felt you feel good about different things at different times, like we all do with this team. And then they give you the performance the night before, and you're like, what's the point? <laughs> They're not good enough. But coming off that start, heading into the, the this three-game set, and with Judge coming back, now is the time. You're going to find out. I mean, we head into this thing. You're going to find out who this team is over the next 10 games. It's going to it's going to have a major impact on what the rest of the season looks like. 
Yeah, I, I think obviously for Yankees fans, the biggest thing you take away is that Carlos Rodon is not mentally weak. He's yeah. not fragile. He's not getting rattled. He looked like a bulldog. That's who I had hoped for, the left-handed bulldog that was going to come out there on the mound and talk his shit and walk yeah. around and, like, you know, get a strikeout yeah. and be pumped up and, yeah. and not fold and not be weak and not, you know, shrink in the moment. He he stood up. That's his first yeah. win as a Yankee, uh, arguably his best start. He was oh, trying man. to argue with Boone to stay in there and get the last out. I'm glad Boone said, no, nah, we're good. Let's not ruin a good yep. thing here. We got King ready for this, and we're going to go to our bullpen, and they're going to close this game for us, and they did. So those are the biggest things, the pitching, right? The yep. hitting, it's tough. It's Still, tough. no. Rizzo, Stanton. In the first inning, embarrassing. I mean, it's the same It's the same thing. It's, it's you know, we see the uh, three runs is not going to be enough on most nights. It's just not. Uh, it was last night, and, I mean, it, it may from time to time, but on a regular basis, you can't. You can't get a pitcher like that. That's the thing for me. Quintana actually ended up pitching well, but that's his second start of the year yeah. in Yan- in Yankee Stadium, and you've got first and third nobody out. You cannot allow that inning to end up with a zero on the board. You just Wasted. can't. Not if you. I mean, they ended up winning the game, but those are the kind of moments you cannot. If the Yankees are going to make a run at this thing, you cannot have three, four up with nobody out first and third and not score a run that that's they're not going to win games that way. So it's extremely frustrating, but yeah, you know, it's funny. You mentioned the bulldog. He's almost got a little bit of Roger Clemens in him where it seems like he's talking to himself on the mound. He's, he's like Uber amped up in the moment. And, you know, sometimes that plays into blowing kisses and doing different things, but sometimes it plays into some kind of, you know, kind of crazed animal out there on the mound. You love to see it and it gets the team pumped up. So, you know, if he can be this and you add Cole, who's having a, a Cy Young type season in the best you know, year of his Yankee career, you put those two guys at the top of a rotation and you get Judge coming back and Loisaga added to the back end of the bullpen. Plus, you know, all reports are Cashman's going to be aggressive at this deadline. I'm not telling you that the Yankees are back. I'm not telling you I love what I see. I, I just think that, I, you know. These next 10 days, if they can play well and get through it, winning six or seven out of 10 here, I think they're primed to have a decent run this the second in the last 50 games. And then we'll see where that takes us. But right now, I'm just so happy Judge is coming back. Everything else is kind of on the back burner. All the misery, all the nonsense. I, I'm just I can't wait to see Judge back in the lineup on Friday. Yeah, I was getting uh, CC vibes from the big lefty. Yeah, he getting, does. Uh, He's got- yeah. David Wells vibes from him. Uh, yeah. Five, five, not three, three. But like there was definitely some flashes. I was, you know, I was talking to some people on WFN last night. I'm like, you know, who was Rodon reminding you of yeah. looking like that? It's like, that's what, that's what we want him to look like. We don't want him to look like what he looked like in Anaheim. I couldn't even yeah. watch that game. No, he gave up two runs in the first, two runs in the second, two runs in the third. Yep. He was terrible, but whatever. It's in the past. And like mm-hmm. you said, this was a battle of two lefties who started their season in July it was his fourth start, Quintana's second start, and Rodon got the best of it. Rodon had the, got the win, had a good night. Uh, I saw his wife on Twitter wrote that she waited 45 minutes for a 99 burger, and my response <laughs> to that was, tell me you're new around here without right, telling right. me you're new around here. You don't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to stand in line, but way to blend in and, and be one yeah. of us and, and fit in with the fans. Um, I, I don't know why Morash showed up to the stadium uh, five hours before first pitch to record a video uh, screaming about Carlos Rodon. I think, you know, we played into it at WFAN. Yeah, I, mean, I, I won't say we. That was a Morash take and a Morash thing. Um, yeah. I, I talked to a lot of people at the stadium. I go to the stadium. 
we never preemptively go into a game wanting to boo our own. Even Joey Gallo and Aaron Hicks, we didn't yeah. go into the game saying we're going to boo them. It's results-based or lack yeah. thereof. If you don't yeah. perform, you get the Bronx cheered. But there, mm-hmm. there's a small fraction of the fan oh, yeah. that's boo birds anyway. I was so happy that Rodon didn't give anyone the chance to boo him. Not one no. chance to boo no, him. No. It was applause, and you tip your cap to the guy, and he yeah. showed up. And that's the biggest takeaway from this series. Yeah, he had, he had the one moment where he had second and third, nobody out. But, you know, quickly just gave up the one run and got out of it. It wasn't one of these long rallies. He didn't walk anybody in it. So there was really no angst uh, throughout the game. They had to lead the entire game. And, yeah, he, I mean, he left in a, in a good position going to the back end of the bullpen. He went, you know, you'd like him to go maybe a little bit longer. But I thought, yeah, everything about his performance was good. I thought the slider got better as it went along to the point where in the fifth he got Alonzo on three straight sliders. Early on, it didn't look like he was fooling anybody with the slider, but his, he's that type of pitcher where his fastball velocity is good enough if he can locate it where he can he can get through an inning or two before he finds the slider. So, I mean, that's who he is. That's why he was brought here. That's why his numbers have been what they've been over the last two years. He's been, you know, we forget now because he hasn't pitched in, a, uh, in the entire half a season and – you know, the three bad starts and everything Cashman touches turns to, you know what? So it's like we forget the idea that this guy led the league in, in strikeouts per nine. This guy is a dominant force when on the mound. And hopefully that's what he's going to be moving forward. I don't think he's there just yet. I wouldn't call last night dominant, but it was good he's enough. Building. He's building. And he's building up. It. I mean, so that's that's what you hope. You hope you have, you have a dominant pitcher here down the stretch every fifth day. So and if they do. I think that, you know, that's as good a top of the rotation. If Nesta Cortez comes back, I mean, that's as good a top of the rotation that there is in the American League. I mean, especially with the the injuries that the Astros have gone through here. So, I mean, that's where we are. And leaving that, of, leaving that series, you're feeling better. Speaking of Nesta Cortez coming back, there's a lot of talk about Domingo Herman potentially being the guy that gets bumped from the rotation. We can go back to yeah. game one. Uh, I had a great view. Shout out to Casamigos putting me in row one of the legend seats. I was watching Domingo very closely. And what I'll say is this. uh, Pop-ups dropping like that are backbreakers for the defense, for the pitcher, for the fans. It's just it's unfortunate that we've seen this so much with the Yankees in their own ballpark. And it's I I, I likened it to the baseball gods laughing at the Yankees saying, "Hmm, you don't want to address left field. Well, somehow ball will find you. It will find Mm -hmm. grass. It is miraculous, Chris. I'm like, how, how is, how is it? You know what? It's two things, right? McKinney had a stellar night in center field last Friday, but that was playing center field. You put him in left field, Bader's in center. They don't have enough reps together. Their communication's not there. I felt like it was McKinney's ball. It happened twice, whatever. Going back to Domingo. I hear Evan Roberts talking about how this will be the most insignificant, perfect game in history. There's no such thing as an insignificant, perfect game. We get it. It was in Oakland. It was in front of 10,000 people. Uh, against the worst team in baseball, yeah. but Domingo Herman will make money for the rest of his life off the oh, fact sure. that he threw a perfect game. It'll yeah. be a Yankee classic. Those of us that stayed up to watch it, like I know you did and I did, yeah. we r- will remember it. But of course, he may be bumped out of the rotation for Nestor, and the pitches that he hung to Alonzo oh. can't do it. He Not had good two. stuff. He was striking guys out. That PC Richardson jingle was ringing <laughs> off in there, but you can't make those mistakes. The Mets made them pay or made him yeah. pay, and that's the whole game right there. 
Hundred percent. I, I agree. I mean, I know it becomes a thing when Boone, you know, constantly defends his players. So he says, you know, I thought Herman had good stuff, and everybody's like, how could you say that? He, he did he have did. good stuff. He absolutely did. He had good stuff. But that's the problem. If he had, just because he has good stuff, when he has good stuff, we see what he can do. And yes, it's against Oakland, but still, a perfect game is like you know less than thirty of them in the history of baseball. So. I, I mean, so when he's going good and has the good stuff, he can go that way. But he also consistently in games will make a bad pitch. I mean, it's just and it, it never he never seems to get by with it. He made two to Alonzo. Right. Oh, he hung a curveball right out damage. A, yeah, hung a curveball right down the middle and, and Alonzo missed it. And then he hangs a change up like you can't you know, you can't make those mistakes. Those are backbreakers. And I 100 percent agree with you unless unless Severino goes out there and has a, a one of his blow-up starts again where he can't get out of the second or third inning, I think it's 100% Herman. I think Clark Schmidt has outpitched him. He hasn't thrown perfect games. He hasn't gotten into the eighth inning. He might not have the strikeout-to-walk ratio, all that. But you know mm-hmm. what the Yankees do when he pitches? They win. And, and he gives them good, solid performances. Like, if you were to tell me one pitcher is going to go eight innings, ten strikeouts, only give up one run – I would say it's Herman. But if you said yeah. one pitch is going to get knocked out in the third inning and give up six runs and two home runs and give the Yankees no chance to win, I would say that would be Domingo Herman. And right now, you can't – I'd much rather have the steady guy, especially the back end of the rotation once Nestor comes back. Like I want the guy who I know I am going to get five innings, two runs out of on a consistent basis. And that's what Clark Schmidt has been for – it's like 11, 12 starts now. It is not a month. It is not a handful of starts. It's been 10, 12 starts where you can count on five, six innings, two, three runs. He's not going to go out there and set the world on fire. In the sixth inning against the lefty, Boone's going to go to the bullpen early. That All of that. But at least it's steady as opposed to Herman, where you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, you might get a great performance or you might get blown out. Like And I'd much rather uh, take the chance with the steady guy, much rather. And I also think as, as, as much as we've already seen Clark Schmidt in the bullpen at times and in the postseason last year, I, hanging pitches is, is brutal and you can't get hurt like Herman does. But at least I know Herman's going to come in and throw strikes, which profiles in the, at, at that role in the bullpen. Yeah. Kind of a guy who comes in probably either down a couple runs, up a couple runs, and the last thing you want to see is walk the leadoff man. Like Herman's not going to do that. He throws strikes for the most part. He might hang a slider and give up a home run as we're seeing, but he comes in and throws strikes. So I like the idea of he profiles for me even better in the role that that bullpen role would provide where I don't have to worry about Herman, you know, down two runs up three runs coming in the fifth inning, throwing, you know, walking the leadoff guy. So I'm, I'm, I think it's 100%. I think it's a lock quite honestly, unless Severino goes out and gives up 10 runs in two innings that Herman is out. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ryan just put in uh, the yeah. chat some info. Clark Schmidt, 302 ERA in his last 11 starts. Clark Schmidt is Three. one of the pleasant surprises of this season i was on a podcast and they asked who the biggest surprise of the season was and i said him i mean obviously yeah. the guys like jake bowers and willie calhoun sure. and mckinney feeling but like you know they're together if i had to pick yeah. one guy this year that surprised me uh it's clark schmidt especially the way he started and turned his season yeah. around and found yeah. it consistently he looks good especially after what we saw from him in the postseason last year nobody wanted to see this guy on the mound yeah. after the postseason last year and he fought through that uh, Ryan also put out there, Herman, 7.12 ERA in his last seven starts, which includes the perfect game. He had some terrible outings yeah, I mean, before the perfect two of game. Them were, two of them were really, really bad. That you know were, were Severino bad. So I probably excuse it a little bit, but that's part of it. That's seven starts. Look at the number. It's not even close. 11 starts of 3.02 and seven starts of 7.12. However they get there. That's those are the numbers over 11 starts. And that's what you're looking at for the next 60 games. You're looking at, you know, five starts. I need the best five, six starts I can get. And over what we've seen in the last 10 starts from both of them, it's not even close which one you trust more to give you a competent start and give your give your offense a chance to win. So, I mean, I, I don't think there's any doubt that that although he threw a perfect game, Herman is the odd man out when it comes to Nesta Cortez coming back. So Glaver Torres continues to hit every single mm-hmm. day. You can't yep. trade your best hitter. And no. uh, I That's know true. I was like, hey, his value is high. But I was saying that really like when he botched that um, double play in the Cubs series, I'm like, I was yeah. really pissed off. I'm like, trade of this course. guy. Now but the way, <laughs> he, the way he has started this second half of the season, he's by far their best hitter. He's consistent. You can count on him. Uh, I was so frustrated watching like IKF leading off. I'm like, all right, IKF's going to get the most at-bats in the deciding game. But IKF gets a knock, gets on. He he roped another one that was caught uh, in the yeah. beginning of that game when when he got on and Glaber got on and, th- and those guys blew it. Stanton K, Rizzo grounded a double play. I just was like, whatever. But what I'll say is this. Um, with Judge coming back, it changes the entire lineup. With Judge coming we back, know we, we know. We, we know. Like, we we watch this, this team. Part of the reason why I'm off the roller coaster, which – I'm off the roller coaster because I don't believe they can actually win, but I'm going to watch every game. I don't understand the fans, the fans saying, oh, I'm done watching this team. I'm like, then you don't like baseball and you're not really a Yankee fan. It's one thing to detach and feel like the team can't win the World Series. But I listen to your show. You make a great point that nobody knows that once you get into the tournament, anything can happen. Teams lose players, guys get hurt. And this deadline and these next two weeks is the most important stretch of the season. So Let's talk about that. Yeah. Judge coming back. Right. They said he's in Tampa. He packed up. He's leaving. The the Yankees would not confirm it. And I think that's the Yankees being the Yankees. They're not going to yeah. show their hand to you as a fan, to the media or their opponent. They rather just put the lineup out and boom, judge is activated. Yeah. And here he comes to Camden Yards to mm-hmm. face the Baltimore Orioles in a three game set, which will decide the season series yeah. uh, with Glaber going good, who has terrorized the Orioles with judge coming back, who has terrorized the Orioles, I think you feel pretty good about it. And like you said about Clark Schmidt, 
Uh, Garrett Cole, obviously, a Cy Young uh, vote getter. Like some people are saying, he's the top guy. And mm-hmm. then I think we have Sevy going this week. I think you feel pretty good about going in to face these kids that play for the Baltimore yeah. Orioles this yeah. weekend. So Subway yeah. Series, it is what it is. Verlander shoved. Not surprised yeah. there. The Yankees are only able to score three runs on the first game, but the next night they scored three runs, and it's enough to win. Let's move on and talk about uh, this weekend and this stretch coming up. Chris, you and I both thought August 4th was going to be the time, but I think you pressed the judge button right now because you understand you need to win right now. Yeah, no. You if he's if he's in a position where he can't hurt himself any longer or any further, excuse me, and you're just worried about pain tolerance, uh, and that's why they haven't announced it yet because anything can happen. They don't. The last thing they want to do is say he's going to be in the lineup Friday, and then the next morning after probably taking a bunch of bets yesterday, having a flight from ta- you know getting on a plane, anything could happen. If he wakes up and he's a little bit sore tomorrow, they'll probably give him another day. And the last thing they want to do is tell you, yeah, it's Friday, and then have to push it to Saturday. And then it's a point, well, is he okay? Is he really okay? Why would why wasn't he ready for Friday? What made you think he was and now he's not? Like So they, when he's ready to play, when he wakes up tomorrow and he feels as good as he's going to feel, then I think they'll announce it. But, yeah, no, this is – I mean, and you got Cole uh, in game one. Friday night is as big a Yankee game – as they've had in a long time, a regular season game at least. This is they need to go out there and take it to this team, and they need to have a you know cold set the tone because if he goes out there and they get to him, and and it's not fair to put it on him because like you said, he's a Cy Young candidate, maybe the Cy Young front runner right now, um, and he's one of the best you know every fifth day you can count on him. But unfortunately, with with the money and with that reputation comes the idea that there are certain games you can't have the blow up. You just can't. So he's got. Go out there and give them a, a cold start, set the tone against yeah, a young team that believes. And you mentioned this a lot. I hear you say this a lot. Nobody's afraid of the Yankees. And I and I agree with that on many levels. But you can't if you go out, if they go out there and take the first game against Cole and bat him around, not only are they not afraid, they're confident. You cannot let them instill confidence. I don't know if there's anything you can do. This they're 20 games over 500. They're in first place. They just overtook the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't know if you can strike fear into their heart with a win on Friday. But with a loss on Friday, you can make them feel like we own them. We cannot let the Orioles feel like they own us. So this is a huge start for Cole. They need to go out there over this stretch. You you want to take two out of three. Uh, You want to go out there and take six or seven out of these ten games. But it starts Friday night. I think Friday night is the most important of the ten games to start on a high note with our ace and make the Baltimore Orioles feel like, okay, yeah, you're having a great year, but we're the Yankees, you're the Orioles. And it might change in some level, but it's not going to change to the point where we can't beat you. Yeah, there is a uh, possible threat of severe weather in Baltimore coming up this weekend. It's going to be 97 on Friday, 96 on Saturday. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be hot. There's also thunderstorms in the forecast. So uh, get ready for a weird one. And I know a lot of. Go for it. I'm sorry, bro. I'm, I'm, the last thing you can have happen is Cole start two or three innings and then get rained out. I mean, that's that's the worst thing that happen. So, I mean, they it, they better call it or play through it because they can't have Cole pitch meaningless innings. That that's for sure. Well, so that, the that's Yankees, the one thing like, that scares me. The Yankees will be all over that. They they will yeah. be talking to MLB and yeah. and with with Cole, especially how Cole is. Like you can't throw Cole's routine off at all. He's very right. uh, uh, oriented with his yeah. regimen and his routine. So. I'm sure they're going to be on that. But what I was going to say is I know some people going down. I know some bleacher creatures making the trip. Camden Yards has been Yankee Stadium South 
But no now it's this new like bird land and they do this stupid bird bath thing. And like yeah. their fans have come out of the woodworks because they have a young team. Uh, they've called up all these prospects and Adley and uh, Adley Rushman and, and Gunnar Henderson. And yeah, who's really the, turned it on. I forget the last kid they just called. Yeah, they just and he hit a home run, right? In his first game, they just called yeah, up another they, prospect and he hit another home they run. They sucked for so long that yeah. it wasn't hard to pick the best players no. in the draft and watch these kids come up and they're That's ready to go. It, no they were the yeah. best when they picked them. They're not overmatched. But I do mm-hmm. feel like like this, right? I do say that no one fears the Yankees. But yeah. that's because they don't have Judge. Everyone in the game fears Judge. Yeah. When Judge oh, no steps doubt. into that box, every pitcher fears Judge. They respect Judge, and he changes the outlook yeah. of the Yankees. So they might no, no not doubt. fear the Yankees without Judge. Right. Uh, they didn't, you know, when they came yeah. here for the four-game set, the 4th of July uh, week, and the Yankees took the first two, they still felt like they could split, yeah. and they did. But this is a three-game set to decide the series. You yeah. got Cole going, Clark Schmidt going, Seve going. You yeah. got Judge coming back. Yeah, it's it's very important that they go down there in the heat and uh, no doubt. Yeah, so Ryan just said it. Uh, Jordan Westberg was the O's prospect that that went yard. That's yeah. the name, I believe. Um, I just saw him him recently, and like I'm sure they have a bunch of other guys, right? I'm sure at this deadline they're going to be going for it. Uh, rumor has it that they're looking for another starter. Giolito is yeah. off the board, so yeah. they're. I'm sure they're going to be going for it. That's another yeah. thing I wanted to speak about, Chris. The deadline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. We're less than a week away. Clock is ticking. Last night I'm on air and the Angels make the trade for Giolito. And I'm telling everybody, how much time did we waste talking about Shohei Otani coming here? I know. The Angels are clearly going for it. Oh, they, they made if, it if, loud and clear. If this is the last stretch with Otani, they're going to stack the deck around yeah. him. They paid a high price for Giolito. Yeah. But you were saying two nights ago, and I was saying two nights ago after the left field shenanigans, mm-hmm. what are you waiting for, Cashman? Yeah. If, no. it, if it isn't Cody Bellinger because the Cubs won four in a row and they feel like they're going to contend, then send yeah. Randall Grichik here. Send send Dylan Carlson or whoever it is yeah. over here. Like, get a guy in here with a bat that can play left field. Start yeah. making moves. Don't wait until the deadline. And, and Cashman usually does, right? At yeah. the buzzer, he'll trade Jordan yeah. Montgomery for Harrison yeah. Bader. Uh, yeah. They need to make moves right now and yeah. add to this team this weekend. And then you you come back home, and this is the most important homestand, right? As much as I'm off the roller coaster, I love going to the stadium. I plan yeah. on going to like three games next week because, yeah. like, that's what you do. You go there and you root them on. If they disappoint, they disappoint, but you don't know that coming in. And no. I will be disappointed if they wait until three o'clock to make moves yeah. at the deadline. Some of these guys that you're targeting may not be available. 
No, I, I completely agree. And there's even, you know, reports out there that, you know, the Yankees are, you know, are being a little cautious and waiting and seeing how this weekend goes. I completely disagree. The decision should Can't be made. The decision should be made now. It's time to buy aggressively and I, I think the Cubs I, I don't think the Cubs believe themselves to be a legitimate contender I know anything can happen I'm the one preaching it but they didn't come into the season with the same kind of expectations it's it's not the same thing as the Yankees and their payroll and the expectations giving up on a two and a half game lead as, as the Cubs giving up to a similar lead. It's, it's not the same thing and Bellinger I think part of the reason they you know part of the reason they buy Bellinger at the start of the year is hopes that he gets hot and then brings them back prospects. That's part of the reason you sign someone to a one-year deal for $17 million. You hope he gets off to this great start and then he either helps carry you or you trade him away. I I think the holdup with him is they're going to wait until they get what they think is the best package because he's one of the hotter hitters in all of baseball. Right. So that one might take a while because I think the Cubs are going to wait and see what kind of packages they, they receive. But I agree with you. And that's why Judge was so important. And that's why, you know, hopefully the Wysig is going to come back for this series. You have to impact this team now because you can't let it get right. It's the first three. It's the the, the entire Baltimore series and then the first game of the uh, Tampa Bay series. And then quite honestly, if you make a deal at the deadline, who knows before all the, you know, T's are crossed and the I's are dotted and then they can get to the Bronx. So, I mean, it might be. You might be ha- you might be the last get- day of the Houston series before you even see the player you traded for at the deadline. Things need to happen immediately. I'm 100% with you. Today they should be on the phone on the off day trying to bring something. If they have a plan, I mean you heard it. There there's reports are oh, they're in for catcher, they're in for third base, they're in for left field, they're in for back of the rotation, uh, back of the bullpen. I mean, it's a little disappointing that Cashman decided to treat the trade deadline like an off season instead of <laughs> Skip the I off mean, season and just you know I mean, defer in the off season yeah. and do it at the deadline. I mean, typically you want to treat the deadline as that one piece or recovering from one major injury that you had to replace or, or something like not try and replace the entire team, which is what he, it, it sounds like they're at least thinking about doing. Some of those moves need to be done now. If you want to replace the catcher, go get a catcher today. You want to you want to look at someone at third base, go get a third baseman today. If you're if you're really aggressive on on Bellinger, I could understand why that might take a while but if you're looking at four or five pieces start doing some of it now because you can't wait for this thing to fall apart because if they lose the next four games what's the point of making trades exactly like that i mean and it, so it needs to be done now instead of waiting to see if what's the point of making trades which i hope that's not i hope they've already made the decision to buy as opposed to hey let's just wait and see because if they lose four in a row what's the point that'll piss me off and especially if they're weighing this thing about one and uh, you know a million and a half dollars over the luxury hell tax. no like all that needs to be thrown out the window and they need to do what they can do to help this team and especially with judge coming back like now is the time so i don't know i don't know what's going on with the trade deadline uh, aggressive with caveats, which I, I mean, that th- that was like one of the 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 columns I saw. I mean, that's an oxymoron. What's an ag- what's aggressiveness with caveats? There's there's no such that's thing. A, that you're is either, an oxymoron. It doesn't make either, any sense. You're, you're either aggressive or you're waiting. There's no aggressive, but I'm I'm going to be aggressive, but. But I'm, I'm on the be, fence I'm, a bit. Like, but I'm not no. going to be aggressive at first. <laughs> like, what, what does that mean? I'm going to wait to see if I should be aggressive. Then that's not aggressive. I'm going to stand pat, but maybe yeah. I'll be aggressive if yeah, the no, certain, like, it's, no. It's absolute garbage. It's I mean, like I'm Buster not, only saying uh, if the Yankees potentially are most motivated <laughs> to go yeah. after Otani. There's a chance I could think they'd be interested in doing so possibly. <laughs> so – um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's time to buy for me. I'm all in on it. I am. And because I don't know, I, you mentioned it before. I, I don't love this team. How could you? And I don't know if they can go win a world series. I have no idea, but there's only one way to find out. And sometimes the, the crapshoot line is overplayed and it's a crapshoot. 
I think it's enough of a crapshoot. It's not a complete crapshoot, but it's enough of a crapshoot where on this year with Judge and Cole in the prime of their careers, it's worth getting in to see how much of a crapshoot it is because we've yeah. seen it before. That's all. Do I expect them to go out there even with a couple of moves and suddenly change who they are and change who they've been in every postseason for the last five years? I don't know. But there's enough of a chance, however slim it may be, that it's better than giving up on a season that it's better than what standing pat so you could save a million dollars i mean wow. I, I the 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 other if there was legitimate pieces that i thought could change who they are fundamentally if they could trade for someone or or trade away guy for top prospects and other organizations then i i maybe like be willing to open it up to different things but to me the only thing to do right now is to make the decision already that you're in go get who you're going to get go be aggressive right now and impact this 10 game stretch today so i'm 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 pumped for friday i agree with you i think the rotation's kind of lined up and i want to see what uh, let's see what baltimore does let's see if baltimore is the type of team that can bring the yankees into their building and not be phased by it uh they're in first place but i still want to barely and you know crazier things have happened and let's see let's see who they are uh, and I think the Yankees need to show who they are and put their best foot forward. And, and thankfully, it will be with the best hitter on the planet. So or at least it seems that way. Uh, with the way that Hal Steinbrenner basically said in June, I don't know what the fans are worried about or I don't know what the fans are upset about yeah, well, was the term. And with Cashman in uh, you know late May, early June saying, don't quit on us, I believe they absolutely go for it. I believe yeah. with two guys that make over $300 million and nine-year contracts in their prime, Cole and mm-hmm. Judge, you don't waste one of those years. If you're close, you go for it. And right. also, think about the guys that are supposed to be in their primes but look like they're deteriorating. Stanton, yeah. Rizzo, DJ. You go for it if you think that this is one of their last of years that together these guys can be effective. And I think that there's a chance they can turn it on, right? DJ is seeing the ball better. Oh, He's yeah, working walks. walks. Yeah. He's not the machine. He's the treadmill. This guy <laughs> is walking Every game and like even watching him against Verlander, I'm like, can can everybody else take DJ's approach? Make this guy throw strikes. Don't chase everything. Don't be swinging for the fences on every fastball, whatever. So what I'm saying is this. They're going to go for it. They can't wait. They have to go for it now. It it isn't a question of standing pat. And then I also don't want to hear another thing from Ken Rosenthal or Buster Only or whoever about this luxury tax threshold. I don't know where they got that from. It's nonsense. It makes no fucking sense to me. When you look at the schedule this week, it's cap night the first night of the Tampa Bay series. Then it is Jerry Garcia bobblehead night. Then it is John and Susan t-shirt night. Then it's Aaron Judge basketball jersey night. Mm-hmm. Bucky Dent bobblehead night. Yankees yeah. baseball card pack day. And then Harry Potter hat day at the stadium. I yeah. guarantee you, Mark, Save my me word, a Slytherin. Every, <laughs> every game this <laughs> week will have over 40,000 fans in oh, no the stadium. No doubt. There will be the fans that show up just for the giveaways. There will be, be the fans that show up just because it's summertime. Then there yeah. will be the diehard fans that are hanging on every pitch thinking we need to win these games. I'm here to root the team on. I need this. We need this. Mm -hmm. There is your extra $1 million right there in a week.
No doubt. If if they, I'll, I'll, I totally agree with you. If that's the deadline, because I think they're going to add. But if the deadline is that plan of adding, selling, they trade away Wandy Peralta, or they trade away someone else and bring in, you know, an inexpensive, you know, kid from St. Louis, one of the outfielders there, and they bring in someone else who's not making any money, and they make and trade away other pieces and figure it out, and it's like, okay, well, they've added two outfielders, and they did get under that million and a half. I'll be furious. I, I, there is no doubt in my mind that is absolute nonsense. You're right. They've been selling out even through this entire ugly season. It's forty thousand a night. All right. They just got the patch, which, by the way, I mean, does anyone even sell out of the year last night? Yeah. No. I mean, they, they, it's they make plenty of money. He has plenty of money. The team is evaluated at plenty of money. I mean, I don't expect them to be reckless. We get it. All right. We get it. But a million dollars for a luxury tax? No. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't fathom it right now. I totally agree with you. That's the furthest thing that should be from this owner's mind. The furthest thing. So, uh, can't yeah. miss October. No, they, they miss- will sell out every postseason game. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. the Guardians and the ALDS. It doesn't matter if we get no. a three-game wild card series against the well, Minnesota Twins. Those games will be sold no. out. Well, they'll be in Minnesota, but I agree. They'll. You know, you have to. You have to do something to get into October. It's who they are, right? It's even we we get mad about it, right? We get mad that that's kind of what they're comfortable with, and the owner's okay with making the playoffs. Well. Part of that is, to me, what I defend every once in a while is at least they accomplish that goal. You can't not accomplish that goal. You can't give up on a season. You were projected to win the division, no matter how ugly it gets in the prime of these two, the stud, Cole and, and Judge. You can't let it slip by the wayside for hoping for 100. And let's be honest, to what? Get under a luxury tax and spend money next year? Have you looked at the free agent market? Like yeah, it's, it's no reason. I mean, it's it's like Jacques Peterson. It's it's solid players that might help the team. Michael Conforto is having a nice year. Like I'm not saying there aren't moves you could make to improve this team. God willing, there better be. But it's not like oh, I need to save money for Juan Soto. He's not hitting free agency this year. Oh, uh, I mean, and honestly, you don't have to worry about saving money for Otani either. If you're going to spend five hundred million dollars, you're going to spend five six hundred million dollars. I don't know how much you're worried about the extra. You understand that he's priceless, and that's why you go after him. So, I mean. That's the only way. If they get under that luxury tax and then sign Otani, I'll I'll I will delete this podcast and I'll overdub it with you know Hal Steinbrenner <laughs> is brilliant. But like until then, not I can't happening. I can't I can't. It's not happening. But yeah, just get to the postseason and yeah. advance and maximize the talent that you have, the talent you have returning, the talent that you have coming in at the trade. Um, obviously, brain fart with this new format, like the wild card round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll, they, they'll they'll all be all Minnesota, three yeah. games would be in Minnesota, then, assuming yeah. that Minnesota. You know, finishes where they are if the season right. ended today. But we get me there. Push them in. Yeah. Put, if we so push the I Yankees. Don't care, I don't care what happens between now and there. Then get you me have to go. The Angels are right underneath the Yankees. Yeah. The Angels are yeah. trying to get that last spot and they just yeah. swept the Yankees. So they're feeling like, hey, if we push forward right now, right there, it's it's competition. The trade deadline is a competition between the entire league. Who can yeah. get what assets? Do it now. Who can get these guys aggressive. First? They have yeah. to go for it now. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we got can enough I, in can on I just, the uh, yeah. yeah. Can, can I just I just want to leave you with one thing, and it's it's uh, Judge coming back. I just want to remind everybody. I was thinking about this last night. Don't boom him. <laughs> no, two thousand. Yeah, don't boom in Cleveland. Uh, in uh, no Baltimore. In, in two thousand. It's different circumstances, but I mentioned this on the show last night, and the Yankee haters hated it, so I thought I would give it again. Do you remember two thousand and nine? Alex Rodriguez has the hip surgery. The team is floundering for the first month. They Teixeira gets off to this terrible start as a Yankee and everything, and he comes back May 8th in Baltimore, and his first at bat hits a three-run home run, and the Yankees take off in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. I'm telling you right it now, we need, we need Judge 
to get off to this immediate start, and even if he cools off after it, if Judge in his first at bat hits one over that ridiculous wall in left field in Baltimore, I'm, I'm, I it just strikes that, fear into their hearts. They, they don't fear the Yankees something. until they see this monster and, and, hit and, the ball out of the ballpark. Yep, and it's not even just necessarily for them; it's for Rizzo, it's for Stanton. Yeah, it, it would be the instant. <sighs> he's back. Like I, 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 I think that would help immensely. So I'm going to harken back to that in 2009 when, when I know it's a different circumstance and a much better team. Obviously, no, go find that and, clip, and, put it on Twitter. Er, That's early one. in the month, early in the month. Uh, but it was May 8th. He comes back from injury and his first at bat hits a three-run home run, and the Yankees take off from there and go on to do special things. Now, again, not the same team, not the same time of season, but Alex Rodriguez judges every bit the player as crazy as that sounds, and it's time. To, for him to come back and, and you know, be that guy. And that uh, that's what I'm looking for. So I'm so glad Judge is back, and that's what, you know, we need this series this weekend. Yes, sir. That's all we've got. K-Mac and C-Mac for BXB. Subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. We're talking Yankees baseball. We'll be back with another episode sometime next week after this Orioles series. Thanks for listening. We're out of here.